Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to something. Your man Jeff here. Let's get this fucking started. Smokey's over here. Yeah. Shut up, Smokey. I know. I love you, too. Anyway, Mac Miller was fucking awesome. I just want to say that right away. People don't give him love and respect nowadays. Every time I talk about Mac Miller, people are always looking at me like, the fuck you listen to that guy for? Because he's fucking good. Get over it. Um, comedian I've been really into. You gotta check him out. Check him out. No, I'm kidding. That's fucking lame. Uh, check out Mark Norman. He is a really funny comedian. We got some shit on YouTube. Check him out. Gotta make some, make some jokes that are just fucking hilarious. Anyway, you know what was a good show? Static Shock. Now, I saw this clip the other day when I was scrolling. And uh, it just reminded me the type of issues that this show used to tackle were so uh, in-depth for a children's show. They don't teach lessons like that now in kid shows. I know I have a kid and shows are fucking stupid. Anyway, this, like, before it's time, it, like, they covered, like, school shootings and uh, racial things, like, uh, racism, and it was, like... Wow, that's pretty cool. It's like Captain Planet. That was another cool show. Talked about how we're fucking killing the Earth and we should save it. You know, they don't got, like, lessons in TV anymore. I remember even, like, this old show. I found it because I think my dad used to watch it back in the day. But I found it on uh, one of the streaming services. It's called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And, oh my god, that show. It was, uh... My times right after high school are some crazy times. Let me tell you what. Most of the day was partying, drinking, other stuff. And at night, would be sitting there, eyes glazed over, not knowing where I was. But in, in my room at this uh, house I was living at the time, which basically was like a frat house for none of us went to college. Uh, yeah, I was sitting there watching He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Where He-Man, Prince Adam, would turn into He-Man. That shit was fucking... It was awesome. But anyway, back to what I was saying. The reason I bring him up was... At the end of every episode... They would do, uh... The lesson of the episode. And it would just be like... It would be the end of the episode cut... And then it would be like... He-Man. And it would be like... Oh yeah, remember kids... Do not go hang out with strangers. They might rape you. Dun-dun, He-Man... Ah, man, that show was fucking hilarious. It was a good show, though. Why don't they do that in shows nowadays? Yeah, Static Shock, He-Man, Captain Planet. Pretty sure G.I. Joe had a show like that. I don't know. Before my time, I'm not old. Uh, Yeah, man. That's some good shit. That's some good shit. Yeah, the type of cartoons my son watch now, it's just like... If it doesn't have a song, it's catchy. It's not. And they don't teach you shit. So it's like, what's the point? What's the point? Uh, Check out this other podcast. Um, There's Andrew Schultz Flagrant. Oh, my God. This show is fucking funny. Uh, If you don't know who Andrew Schultz is, he's another comedian. This show, he has some uh, really funny guests on. He has some big names like Joe Rogan, uh, 
Steve-O was on it, um, just as of recently. Uh, some other people, too. He's had some really big names. Goofy guy. Goofy guy, for sure, for sure. Check him out. Uh, so we've been playing Fortnite as of late. Yeah, so we're on that. That's the new game kick right now. We haven't been playing as much Minecraft. I mean, one of my friends did, but... Or he still does, and... I stopped playing, I don't know. I was getting... I can't play too much of it. I'm one of those guys where if I start doing too much of one thing, I get bored of it. Is that a bad trait? Maybe. I don't think so. Yeah, but we've been playing Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite's so much fun. They added so there... You, the one problem I had about Fortnite when it first came out, and it's another one of those games where it's like, oh man, that's a little kid's game. Little kids play that. Well, f- fuck you. I'm a man child. I'll play what I want to play. Um, but... I'm never, I never said I was good at video games, and this game had one flaw in it, and it was the building. Because, let me tell you what, if there's something that I hate, like, so, the fucking building, it just sucks, man, it just sucks, I don't know what else to say, it's like, these kids that are, it's like when you're in math class, and you're watching other people know how to solve a problem, and you can't. And you're just like, you know, I'm going to just solve it on my phone. But then you can't figure out how to get the answer off your phone. You feel like a fucking idiot. And guess what? That's how it is playing Fortnite. Or it was. It was when you were watching these kids build these fucking structures and pop out on the other side and shoot you in the back. And when you try to turn around to shoot them back, they've got another fucking wall. And then you're in a box and you don't know where they are. And poop, wall comes down, you're dead. It's like, what the fuck just happened? I was like, did I just, like, inherit real estate? Like, what the fuck? Um, no, but it's been fun. I mean, the only thing uh, they added uh, since what actually made it fun was they added zero build now. So now all the game modes from single to two-on-twos, duos or whatever the fuck, trios, squads, any of those, they have no build modes now. So no build is just the same game. Or it's like a multiplayer shooter. And uh, instead of just shooting, or instead of just building and shooting, it's just shooting. So, yeah. I mean, I still get fucked up. And Fortnite tries to make it so lower skilled players are with lower skilled players. So, it's sad when I know that I'm facing probably a bunch of six and seven year olds and I'm still just barely skating by. But hey, man, it's so much fun. It's like one of those things when you're playing and you do good, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, get some. And then like you lose, you're like, oh man, that was nothing. That was nothing. (laughs) It was nothing. Oh man, one of my friends who won't be named, (laughs) we were on uh, Discord playing Fortnite the other day and we were talking about uh, some uh, adult websites anyway. My friend, how, I mean, I don't know how he had the audacity to say this to my my other friend, but he said, man, he said, why won't you add me on the hub? <laughs> I was like, bro, it is not that serious. You do not, do, you don't need to be going and adding each other on the hub. That is freaky deaky. I mean, what the hell? Uh, recently, I had to return a 
uh, return a package on Amazon. I got this camera, and it was the wrong camera. Uh, let me tell you, returning something on Amazon is a pain in the fucking ass. I at the it was about almost two months ago, or no, it was. Hey, I'm I'm capping, I'm capping. It was only probably like a month ago, but it felt like two months. But I went through the whole process of returning this, and I returned it through a Amazon uh, locker where you can actually go and. So you package it yourself, you make sure you, you have to go, you gotta print off labels to put it on this motherfucker. You could pay to get it shipped to you, but like, I'm not gonna wait to get this shipped to me, I'm just trying to return this, so. Get these labels printed at like, uh, office store, tape that shit on there, put it in a box, it says in the email, it should take five to seven business days and you will get your refund. My God, that's not bad. I'm going to wait get my refund, buy my new camera. It'll be golden. That was a month ago. Now, in that time, my ass was thinking, oh, shit, I've never returned anything on Amazon. What did I fuck up? Did I not put the right label on? Did they lose my shit? Did it get, like, I don't know what happened to it. And it's a, a multi-hundred dollar camera. This camera wasn't cheap. And I was like, man... I hope that, like, because if that camera got lost, what are they going to do? Are they going to at least give me that camera or, like, the same model camera back? I'm not going to be out this money. Amazon's crazy if they're not going to be out this money. Anyway, I finally got the notification about, uh, I think it was actually just this morning that I finally got refunded. But about two days ago, I ended up calling customer service because... I've been waiting, and they said they were going to contact me via email. That shit never happened. But I contacted customer service, and I was able to, they were, I just wanted to check, because I was like, oh, man, did I fuck something up? And they're like, oh, no, it's electronic. And I was like, so does that mean that? No, it's a camera. And they're like, well, electronics can take up to a month to be processed and for you to get a refund. I was like, well, why the fuck does it say five to seven business days? Well, I didn't say that because I'm not going to be a rude-ass motherfucker. <laughs> a rude-ass, like I said in one of my last podcasts, don't fuck with the service people. They're just trying to do their job. And if they're really incompetent, it's not their fault. It's the fault of the fucking company that's not paying someone a good enough salary that actually wants to work there. Shit. Amazon returns. Hey, shout out to Amazon, though, because before you wanted a camera, you'd have to go to Best Buy, and Best Buy would be like, can I help you with something? Can I help you with something? Walk two more feet. Walking past some DVD. Hey, can I help you with something? No, I'm fine. I, I will ask, I will let you know when I need help. I will come and get you, bring you to the aisle, and tell you to unlock it. I don't want your, I don't want you to answer questions until... I look like I know what I'm talking about. If I come unprepared, you can put me on the spot and start sweating. I'm not going to know what's going on. It's not very fair. Jeez. Be undeniable. Quote I heard from uh, Burt Kreischer when he's talking about something a different comedian said to him. Be undeniable. What does that mean to you? You ever think about that? being undeniable, being what you're meant to be, doing something you're passionate about. Yeah, man, that stuck out, felt it deep. But hey, 
just want to put a little bit of that uh, motivation in there. Motivation. Uh, had this guy come up to me when I was working the other day. I was working out by some gas pumps. Everyone's favorite topic nowadays, gas. Gas so expensive. Yeah, I mean, it is for you suckers. I don't have to pay for my gas. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he came up to me. I was working on a gas pump. And then he came up to me and said, Hey, can you tell this asshole in front of me to move his car? Now, look. The guy's sitting parked in front of him on a gas pump. I mean, there was room for him to back up. And I just look. He's looking at me. I look back at him. And he's looking at me. I look back at that car. I look at him. He looks back at me. I look at that car. In my mind, the whole time, I'm thinking, this is not my problem. And I tell the sir, I don't know, I don't know how, why or how these words came to my mind. But all I said to this man straight up was, that is not my obligation. And I turned back to working. He looked at me. He looked at the guy. He looked back at me. Looked back at his car. And back the fuck out of there. And, yeah, I mean, it was something that I was like, yeah, you know, sometimes you have to tell people it is not your obligation to do something. You are not, like, you are not having to do that shit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, man, I just, I, I ain't no bum off the streets. I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> so I went to fucking China once. That was pretty cool. Lost my virginity there. Virginity. Virginity. No, yeah, for real, no, no, no. Uh, no, it was an awesome trip. I took four years of Mandarin when I was in high school. Um, I can still speak a little bit, uh, now, I'll tell you what, for native Chinese speakers, if I ever do have any native Chinese speakers who are listening to this podcast, I probably sounded like complete shit with what I just said. And what I just said is, I do not know what you are saying. My name is Jeff. This is about the extent of the knowledge I have in Chinese. Um, and I went to a country for over a week knowing that, and I knew that. And when I mean that, I mean the word that, because I would just say that and point at things in Chinese. I would say, jiga, jiga, and that means point, like, that uh, means that, and I would point at something. And, and that's probably me messing up that un- uh, pronunciation of that, too, because it's been so long trying to think of anything else I remember how to say. I used to know how to say bathroom at one point. Uh, Wabuja dao ni shoshama. Wadamingza jefu. Ah, man, that trip was crazy. That trip was crazy. China, man. The food was delicious. We got to have this thing called Peking Duck. My teacher said it took like a week to prepare or something like that. And oh my God, that shit was delicious. It was like this thin slices of duck meat. And 
Mind you, I've never really eaten duck like that, but this was, oh, it was just so tender. It was in like this dark sauce that was like a sweet yet savory, like almost like a umami taste to it. That shit was fucking banging, man. I don't know. But I'm a big fan of Chinese food. That's one of my favorite go-tos if I'm going for going out to eat and it's like Chinese food, Mexican food, or uh, burgers. And like I said, you guys know I'm into sushi now, so there's been that too. You gotta watch out with sushi sometimes because sometimes you go to a place and they say they got sushi and you look at it and it has fucking crushed up hot Cheetos on it. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And that's how you know you're at a grocery uh, grocery store that white people made. Uh, Man, no, man. China was awesome. We got to go to Beijing where uh, they had the Olympics. And they also had Tenement Square. Uh, Beijing. And we got to see the Palace of Mao Zedong. We even got to see his body. They still have his body in a crystal coffin. That shit was freaky. They told us you couldn't take any pictures with cameras. I really wanted to take a picture. I didn't, though. I don't know why I wanted to take a picture. It's not like if uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we have George Washington's carcass on display in the White House in a glass. I don't, why would I want to take a picture of that? That's just weird. Probably just because I was in a different place with a different culture. Um, yeah, man. China was awesome though that first night we got there I remember we had a really big dinner and how they do the dinners in China it is uh, family style so they have all these big plates of food and they go in, in the order of the oldest and then they just go I think clockwise from the oldest person and the oldest person makes their plate first and they pass it around and everyone can make their plate and it spins on a circle they had I remember like this beautiful golden fried fish with the head still on it and rice and oh man they had like these uh, these sauteed like green beans and it was so everything was so delicious if you ever get a chance to go to China in this crazy ass world we live in please take it and try the food because the food is fucking awesome so we went to China we went to Beijing that was the first stop had dinner one of the next days, and this was a while ago, I think this was either junior or sophomore year of high school, something like that. So quote me if I'm wrong, or don't quote me if I'm wrong. You know what the fuck I'm saying. Uh, yeah, like we, the next day we went to, I think, it was the day we went to the Great Wall. And it was really cool. Our hotel that we stayed at Beijing, our teacher was awesome. She was I really like that teacher, but I'm not going to say she did She did not watch us the best. The first night we were there, our hotel was on top of a, like a convenience store. They sold cigarettes, drinks, snacks, stuff like that. It was really cool. Walked up to the lady at the convenience store, and I remember the first night. We were able to just leave our rooms. We co-mingled. I remember we, we were sneaking girls into our room. We were all doing crazy stuff they uh one of the guys we were with i'm pretty sure he was 18 but he was he went down he was like yeah in china you only have to be 18 to drink alcohol we were like awesome man go down there and buy us a bottle 
we went down there with him. He went to go buy a bottle. They didn't even check his ID. They were like, he's American. What the fuck? We don't care. They sold him a bottle of, uh, it was a clear liquor. I couldn't tell you what kind it was because none of us could read Chinese very well. Not gonna, not gonna lie to you. We weren't the best of students. But, uh, I also bought a pack of cigarettes because I was like, you know what? I'm, I saw everybody in China smoking cigarettes. I'm going to buy a pack of cigarettes. That was a mistake. Now I'll tell you this. It was like getting kicked in the throat. We were, we had balconies in our room too because everyone, everyone there was smoking and everyone, they didn't care if you smoked. And I remember every morning even waking up in Beijing and going out on our balcony. You look. And the whole city is smoking. It's a beautiful sight. I mean, as long as you don't think of all the terrible, terrible repercussions of smoking. But anyway, we uh, we got alcohol and we drank. We did some crazy things. Uh, we were smoking cigarettes, doing some crazy things. But man, it was a good trip. Beijing was beautiful. That first night after we drank all that liquor, I remember we got up at 5 a.m., which was probably like 5 p.m. here because of the time change. And uh, we had to go to the Great Wall of China. And when you're a teenager dealing with one of your very first hangovers, like hardcore hangovers, and going on a very humid day in China to the Great Wall of China was fucking trip man it was uh i forget what past we did because all right so a lot of people think the great wall is just one solid like wall where you're just like yeah i'm just walking through this one second no it's there you have different paths that you do like a pass and uh this one we went to it was several miles long and the thing that they don't tell you about the great wall is it's not just a wall it's a fucking staircase like, you're literally, it's made on the side of a mountain, and it was made long, long, long time ago. And these motherfuckers didn't have the best uh, equipment and tools to make stairs. So the stairs there were very uneven. So every time you take a step, it's like you're taking a step for your legs all the way up to your fucking chin. And then the next step, it's like you gotta just barely take your foot off the ground. They were very uneven. But... It was beautiful sights. It really was. And I remember I was wearing this shirt because in the, I think at the earlier that morning or maybe it was on the first day we got there, we went to this little market that sold like little odds and ends, and I decided to get a shirt. It was the equivalent of the I Heart NY New York shirt. Everyone knows that shirt. It's usually a white shirt, black letters, and a red heart. Got the same thing in China, except for it said I heart, and then with Beijing's uh, letters, so it was BJ. So my shirt said I heart BJ, and dude, did I think I was the fucking shit when I was in high school with that shirt. I remember even one time at lunch, I got a in-school suspension for wearing that shirt. Anyway, so we were on the Great Wall. I was wearing my I heart BJ shirt hungover, sweaty as all hell, I wasn't as chunky, I didn't go through one of my, I think I was at one of my skinnier stages, I wasn't chunky back then, I was sweaty ass, pale ass white kid with an I Heart BJ shirt, and 
I had all this energy because I was like, man, this is awesome. It's beautiful. I mean, it's one of the fucking wonders of the world. You only get, you only get to see shit in the, like this in your life so many times. And, uh, I had all this energy. So me and this other kid, we decided to, once we got about probably a quarter, not even a quarter of the way down, because how the pass worked, it was basically you walk up all these stairs and they had these little tunnels where people would piss and it would smell really bad all the way to the top. And at the top part, they had a lot more like uh, towers that you could look out of and really beautiful people were up there playing cards and sitting there reading books and everyone was carving like little messages and initials and stuff on the wall. Pretty sure I left my, left my signature. I think I wrote I Heart BJ, but I don't remember for sure. Anyway, it was, it was beautiful. And it was, like I said, it was like a quarter of the way going down. Me and this other kid decided, you know, we're going to race down. We're going to run down, uh, run downstairs on the Great Wall where you're looking at either edge and you can fall about a good, good distance. We didn't think about that, though. We were hungover. So we're running down this uh, this staircase from the wall, and we're running, and we're running. And I remember hitting this bump, and I wore glasses, and my glasses just went whoop. And I seen them falling, and they were gone. Well, the last time I seen those glasses, they fell off the gray wall. And we got down okay. Everything was fine. No one, None of us fell. I was halfway blind for the rest of the trip my own fault but man it was still a great time coincidentally the next day or uh, might have been the day after like I said dates get a little fuzzy day after whatever it was we ended up going to Shanghai uh, or we might have went to Shuzhou in between. We went to three cities when we were in China. Beijing, Shuzhou, and Shanghai. When we were in Shanghai, we were told at the beginning of this trip, like, hey, we're going to have you go to a different high school and meet some Chinese high schoolers and, like, see what their school looks like. I was like, oh, shit. And they were like, I was like, oh, do we have to be in class? And she's like, no. And I was like, oh, even better. Um, So we didn't have to go in class, so... When we get there, they have us go straight into the gymnasium. I'm like, oh man, it's a really nice gym with a very nice basketball, like basketball court. And like the crazy thing was, on the whole drive up, they had little basketball courts outside, like tons of them. I was like, man, these people really like basketball. It was like, it was one of the nicest courts I've seen at a high school, even around here. And uh, we get there. There's some kids on the bleachers that are just in normal high school clothes. They didn't have a uniform or nothing. And we were talking to them. And I remember not understanding what any of them said. I know a few of them pulled out their phones and were showing us what their phones looked like. With the Chinese characters instead of our letters. And it was awesome. And it was like, you're like, wow. Like, look at that. It's different. And, uh... Yeah, man. Next thing you know, <laughs> locker room doors open to the boys' locker room, I'm guessing. Like I said, can't really read Chinese. And a fucking team of shortest being probably six, 
6'2", maybe it was the shortest. Most of them 6'5 and taller. Fully dressed in what looked like the Chicago Bulls, like, 1996 uniforms. These kids were ready to play. I think the tallest one was probably 6'7", almost probably, maybe even fucking, like, 6'8". He was tall as shit. And we're all just sitting there, like, wearing jeans and, like, t-shirts? I didn't have my heart, I heard BJ shirt on now, which I probably did. No, for sure I didn't have my glasses, which, that was a big problem, because without my glasses, I could not see shit, and we were about to play a basketball game. What our teacher didn't tell us was we were going to be playing against their high school basketball team with my Chinese class. Now, I wasn't a very athletic kid in, in school, I mean didn't even really play any sports like that I mean I did when I was younger but and I did a few outside of school but it wasn't like what I was really into but I used to play around for fun and I knew a little bit about basketball or a little bit about basketball but I was the most athletic person on my team it was not going to be pretty and we played it was five on five I think we only played half a game so it was like two quarters they go to even bring it up in the middle line to check it off or to do the jump off. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, are they really going to do this? They start, man, they creamed us. Let me tell you what. I think we had a total of like 18 points and they had in the 60s. Oh, my God. Wisconsin got a big loss on that one. Let me just tell you what. Yeah, I remember, I remember accidentally elbowing one of them in the face and they gave me a penalty and I was like, what for? And he yelled something at me and I was like, no, seriously, what for? I can't understand you. <laughs> I don't think they knew how much Chinese we did not know. And they actually knew some English. That was the thing about China. They actually teach, like, as a mandatory class of them, uh, we learned from a lot of the students, they have to learn English over there. Which I wish I, I knew another language that good, but I was a fucking high school and I didn't pay attention. But yeah, man, we played that game of basketball, we got creamed, didn't have glasses, was playing in jeans, it was all sweaty, it was, it was fun. It was fun. I remember we took, uh, we went on some ferry rides and we got to see this beautiful uh, garden. And uh, it was actually for from, uh, I think they said like a past emperor, and this garden had this path that went through the middle, and then on that middle, in the middle path, it had like a, like a gazebo type of like covered pathway, where if it was raining, you were not going to get rained on, had beautiful wooden arches, and went the whole span of the garden, and this garden was like wasn't like a little fucking garden you see in your backyard. No, this is like a walk around like, man, when is this garden going to end? I'm tired of walking garden. And uh, on the side of this middle path were two other paths, one on each side. And I remember asking the Chinese teacher, or the tour guide who was there, and our Chinese teacher, I was like, oh, why are there two paths? What are those other paths for? Like the guards? And they were like, no, those would be for the concubines. 
So the emperor had his main path for his main wife, and then on the sides was his concubine. They didn't get no cover. They were out there in the rain, so... Shout out to all the concubines out there, because you're the ones really have to deal with the weather. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, China was good. China was good. So yeah, the world is a crazy place. Anyway, China was crazy. You know what else is crazy? So I'm here with uh, my fiance, Ellie. Because I know that as a man, I have no uh, no right to really talk about this in a sense of deciding anything. But recently, there was a thing was overturned by the Supreme Court uh, regarding abortion. Yeah, I know. Fucking scary. Anyway. The government made it so it's basically illegal in most of the country to have an abortion when before it wasn't. I think, wasn't it state-by-state state decisions before? Was it still illegal some places? Do you yeah. know this? Yeah, it's still illegal, but it depends on the actual state. Like on, before? Well, yeah, it depends on the actual state still now, even though Roe v. Wade is overturned. It's still depending on the state and what they feel. Sometimes it's just abortions in general are no-no or it's a specific situation or if it's a specific like gestational period it depends on the state and the laws and also the situation so but was it like and was it completely legal to have everywhere before do you know or you're not sure i don't remember i don't i never really had to think about any of this shit because i'm a guy and like the people deciding this stuff that are guys they shouldn't have to think of this shit either because it's not their fucking decision it's a woman's body but i don't know how do you feel about it do you think it's like something like what are your thoughts no uterus no opinion see that's what i think too it's just fucked up it's the supreme court they're just doing some fucking wacky shit you know what they should do is, for all the Supreme Court justice that mm-hmm. decided that, like, abortions are illegal, they should have to, for the rest of their term, as a fucking Supreme Justice, have to wear the equivalent of a fucking pregnant child around their stomach at all times. I don't care if they're fucking 80 years old and they got those crinkly-ass backs. They're going to be carrying around the... How, how heavy is a baby? I remember when you blew up before Milo... I'm not trying to be bogus for you. <laughs> like, what do you... Like, you know, it's like... It's a huge. I can't even understand how you are able to do it. It looked like it hurt. It did hurt. I mean, how much... How much is it... Like... Do they say your stomach weighs when you're having a baby? Because it's not just the weight of the baby. It's all the fucking fluids and shit that's in there too, right? They say, on average, you gain like 20 to 30 pounds. And you have that all in the front of your fucking body. And like that's why they say pregnant chicks always have really bad backs. Because they're sitting there getting that, like... Because you couldn't even sleep right, too, with it, right? No, you have to sleep. You can't, like, on your side. You can't sleep, like, on your stomach or... Uh. They say not on your back, like, either. But. Yeah, man. Fuck that. They should make all those... They should somehow find a way to impregnate all the supreme justice with babies have some alien shit come down 
fucking insert them, probe their asses. Well, it's not even about that. I mean, how many kids are in foster care right now? I mean, that's very true. You know what a big thing about it is? It's the government wants to make money off the prisons, and they need people to put in the prisons. At least that's what I think. That made no sense. It's not that it didn't make no sense. sense. I mean, it might not make no sense. That made Like I said before, though, I don't have a uterus, so this shouldn't be my opinion. Yeah, it shouldn't be anyone's opinion. I mean, the reason for Roe v. Wade was it ruled that the Constitution couldn't, or it protected pregnant women. So if someone decided if they wanted to be pregnant or not, that was their choice, which it should be their choice anyway. No, like, no matter if not everyone does it as a they think of it as people are seeing it as a form of birth, birth control I mean some people think regular like the pill is an abortion like because mm. if you're pregnant the birth control can like see that's just chemicals. wacky like bro you can you can take how is it taking the pill like I don't that's what they said that's what some people say I mean that's mainly the reason why people protest at Planned Parenthood which half Planned Parenthoods oh, around like the one in town they don't do abortions they just do pap smears pregnancy tests and they give out birth control which should be everyone's right yeah. to do that but then when people go in and there's like a group of people there they're scared to go in like it's nerve-wracking to go in because I've been there not because like of, I was because I had state insurance at the time and I needed something done. I needed an IUD and that was where the state covered it. Yeah. So then I go there and it's nerve wracking because you have to walk past all these people and they walk up to you to talk to you about it. And they try to scream at you too, and right? They try to like talk I remember to you when about we, it. I went there, like, I get my hair cut over there. That's yeah. right, in my, the Planned Parenthood right, is right next to my uh, hairstylist shop. Shout out to my hairstylist. My hair's always looking crispy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. And the guy who stands out in front of the fucking Planned Parenthood. Yeah. That man, is. he looks see, like a legit crackhead. And I would know. All those people. Runs in my are, family. Oh, God. You see all the people they're protesting are old people. Like, yeah. not even like. People that can get pregnant no more. They yeah. shit ain't even fertile. Why the fuck do they got opinions I about mean, it? The thing is with Roe v. Wade, it's if you don't want, like, say you aren't in a financially good situation or, I don't, you just, you're not ready or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's your choice. Like, if everyone's so concerned about an unborn baby. Like, me personally, I wouldn't have an abortion, but yeah, just because I wouldn't doesn't mean Mary Sue down the block would. Yeah, it depends on what part of your life you're in, right? Yeah, I mean, because think, if you're in high school, yeah, 16-year-old, nervous, like, not everyone can be a teen parent or a young parent. That's up to them. Or say, you're in your 40s and all your kids are in high school about to graduate and, oh, here comes... You see you're pregnant and you're thinking you're in menopause and no, like, you're pregnant. Oh, okay. Like, it depends on everyone's situation and they shouldn't have a say in what a woman wants to do. When they have all these kids 
in foster care that there is some of them are in group homes that there's like 20 to 30 kids some of them aren't even in good foster homes and then there's a couple lucky ones that are in good foster homes but not everyone can be foster parents but yet you want to say i have to have a baby that at this time i can't have a baby or whatever whatever the situation is like if i don't feel like i'm going to be able to financially support support this other human child that is not cheap especially if you want them to have a good life i mean let alone like just the bare necessities of like food and like living and it's not always easy to get everything from the state it's not and then people give shit about when you do get state aid and it's like okay when is it gonna be all said and done where you're either you know yeah like how can they expect people to have to have childs that they aren't necessarily ready to have but we don't even have any form of like a universal like basic income. No, if they, or basic even universal basic health care. If this is like, about babies, everybody who's pregnant, their maternal care, their all their prenatal visits should be covered. The birth should be covered. Like we were lucky enough because I was still on state from being in school or whatever and on my dad's insurance because I'm under 26. We paid nothing. Like, it was covered. If we didn't pay, if we had to pay for it, that would have been hundreds, like, thousands of dollars because I had an emergency C-section. And that adds, like, $20,000 extra on top of it. Plus, like, everything else, not even for me, but also baby because baby needs tests. Baby needs this. Baby needs that. Baby needs medicine. Baby, and or somebody coming in for a lactation specialist. Everything should be covered. Prenatal care, delivery, breast or lactation help or diapers, formula. There's a formula shortage right now where some people are going days looking for their formula or looking at different stores trying to find one, even one can or you go to stores and it's just empty or it's toddler formula, not baby formula. Or, and then it should be universal health care yeah. for babies, newborns. It should be universal child care before and after school and daycare for little kids. Like, you know how many people there are right now on a wait list for daycares? And not even And not even all daycares take newborns. It's certain daycares that take six-week babies yeah. at the minimum. It's if, fucking crazy. If this is what about babies, that's what it would be, not about protecting something yeah uh why do you think they did it what do you think was their whole reason to overturn this because they're assholes i mean not you know do you think it was something to do with money because i mean you gotta think all right what money comes out of it because guess what if all these people are they're going to be getting assistance from the states in one way or another either from food stamps or from medical insurance or they're going to be the state's going to be paying for it because the baby's going to be ending up in foster care or you know i don't know everyone's situation or how it works but it depends i mean the government's going to pay for it one way or another if somebody wanted an abortion or you know yeah i just feel like there has to be some reason because it's because if you look across both sides i mean i see stuff from 
all different political views, but a lot of people are saying that they didn't want this. So it's very few people that are saying they want this. I mean, at least from things I see. Most of the people on the Supreme Court have that belief because of their religion or because of their being conservatives versus there is probably three, three people on the Supreme Court and the rest of them are pro-life. Yeah. Versus pro-choice. It's it's sad. And I mean, not even a lot of people think of it, but a DNC, that's technically an, an abortion. When the baby dies in the womb. And what's a DNC? A DNC is when a woman's body cannot naturally release the baby. So say when... Um, say I'm pregnant and the baby... You're pregnant? No, okay. not at all. Say, like, hypothetically, I'm pregnant. Uh, <laughs> hypothetically, I'm pregnant. Phew. Or Okay, we'll say Mary, since you're freaking out. Over I was kidding. Okay, okay. let's okay. Keep Whatever. Mary's pregnant, right? She's seven weeks along. Mm-hmm. Good, right? Yeah. Next appointment. Because you don't go, like, you go once a month in the beginning. Yeah, so, I remember. Yeah, so first one, all good. Second one, they can't find a heartbeat. But the baby's measuring at a certain length. Or the baby, like you're, say you're 12 weeks along, but baby's measuring six weeks because you're, or whatever, I don't even know. Yeah. This is totally wrong. Like, how am I Yeah, it's... Anyway, your body is thinking you're still pregnant, but baby is not developing. Yeah. So, so they have to go in and do a DNC, which is getting everything out. Well, because couldn't it be fatal to the and woman? You can become septic. You can get an infection because your body is still thinking it's pregnant. You're pregnant, and but the there's dead, dead tissue. tissue. There's dead tissue in there, so you can you could die if you don't get if you become septic. And now, in some states, is this going to be considered illegal? I don't know. Because I feel like that would have to like. Uh, that you I would think know. that would you have would, to uh, probably, violate, like, HIPAA laws. Or not HIPAA laws, not whatever HIPAA. whatever it is where it's, like, I don't know. You the OFA doctor takes where they're, like, you know. You probably have to, like, look up, like, state and what they think. Yeah. I know I saw something on Facebook. This mom was in Nebraska, and um, the baby had a stroke. Yeah. And, like, in the pictures that she took, like, she took pictures of, like, her and her, I don't know, husband, boyfriend, fiance, whatever. And then, like, you could tell she was pregnant, had a bump, right? Yeah. And with me, I don't know how, like, her situation, but if it was first baby, you're far along before you can tell. Yeah. The baby had a stroke and died. He had no brain, like, died in the womb. Yeah. So, and they said if he needed, like, if he was born, he would need a surgery for a brain stem. And they don't know if he'd live day, hour, minutes, hours days weeks months years they wouldn't know yeah. and um so they felt parents felt and they didn't know like pain or anything like they didn't know if he'd be in pain they didn't know yeah i, I don't remember the entire post but they lived in nebraska they had to go to colorado yeah to do a dnc because you or because you was so far along and they wouldn't do it in nebraska they wouldn't do it in nebraska so. You would think that they would have situations, though, like, where they're, like, right. even in the states that are more strict, that they'd be, like, look at this case by case and be, like, hey, like, the doctor's even saying you probably should do this, like, 
Yeah. And I mean, technically, with my grandma, she had her first baby was a stillborn, meaning yeah. it died in the womb. And when it was born, it was... It was deceased. Stillborn, yeah. Yeah. Technically, she had a DNC from that. Yeah. Because, you know, it was... It was uh, unborn baby. Yeah, because the cord was wrapped around its neck. So yeah. it suffocated and whatnot. Yeah. So technically she had a DNC because, you know. And just because yeah. you have, for those situations, and you want to be pregnant, and then the baby unfortunately passes while you're pregnant, that baby's loved, that baby's cared for, that baby's wanted. And just because you have a DNC or an abortion, that doesn't mean you don't want baby, but... Something could be wrong with baby or something could be wrong with you, which I believe, again, in different states and their laws and governs, it could be a different type of situation. But just because you think abortion or whatnot doesn't mean it's they basically say it's a form of birth birth control. Well, they think when these people think uh, abortion, they think. These youngins are trying to have as much sex as they can and just no, no consequences. Yeah. I mean, the show and ER that had a great example. ER was in the 90s, early 2000s. And you know Ellie's obsessed with the medical shows. Especially the reruns when you just, not reruns, when you watch old ones. Because you can just binge watch it straight through. Anyways, it was this girl. Um, she came into the clinic that they had there. And she was faking, like, they didn't know at the time, but she was faking abdominal pain because she was pregnant. Yeah. Because she wanted an ultrasound. Because if you don't have insurance, you know, you're not going to go to the prenatal, the doc, the OBGYN to do your regular doctor's appointments and whatnot. So yeah. she didn't know if she was having a boy or a girl. And in her medical history, she had two boys and two abortions. And yeah. in the thing, they're like... Oh, can you? She's like, oh, can you tell if it's a boy or a girl? And they're like, oh, well, it's too early to tell right now, but by the looks of it now, it's a girl. So she was like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Like she was trying to leave. Yeah. And then Nurse Hathaway, or I forgot, I'm pretty, it's Hathaway. She figured, like, it clicked in her head because she was trying to get pregnant too with, um, I forget his name, George Clooney's character. Yeah. So I forgot that man was in that show. Yeah, he was in that show. But he wasn't in it the whole time. He's in it for a decent amount. But yeah. he was the pediatrician. I forget his name. But anyways, she was trying to get pregnant. So she figured out that the girl had two abortions because it was two girl pregnant. Like, she was pregnant with girls. Yeah. And she was going to go have an abortion now because she thought baby now is a girl. Yeah. And she said girls are too much trouble. So that's why she wanted to find out if it was a boy or girl. Yeah. Because she didn't want girls. So she was going to go have an abortion. Yeah. Situations like that. Like, you know. But it, again, that's her choice. Yeah. Like, just, is it wrong? Yes. I mean, just because you don't want a girl or a boy, whatever. Like, personally, yeah, that's wrong. But in her way, that's her choice, you know? Yeah, it's still her body. She could still die at the end of this pregnancy if something goes wrong right yeah i mean you can now even today which is crazy in america there are so many like people that women that still die during birth yeah and we are in like so advanced medically like compared to what it was yeah and people are still dying from c-sections from live births because you know yeah i remember 
I was scared shitless when you had to get your C-section. We weren't planning for it, and, I mean, it's no joke. No, it's a surgery. Like, you're getting cut open. You're getting your, your like, organs removed. You're getting, I mean, I don't think so. I don't know. No, they, they had to move shit around. Yeah. I had to step getting... around the cordon. I almost passed out. Were my organs out? Did you see stuff? I don't know. I didn't want to look too hard. I was focusing. There was a lot of red, a lot of pink. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, like I'm saying, like, there was another great example. What show was it? The Resident. It was this mom. Okay. And I know, another medical show. But this one's new. This one's still coming out with new stuff. It, and it was, it was going more towards of, like, healthcare, not listening to people, like, people of color or and whatnot, which is, it's true. Like, yeah. Really. But it was this um, mom and dad came in, FaceTiming their older um, daughter. She goes in for a C-section, and she's like, oh, my stomach hurts. And the husband's, like, nurse, like, her stomach, she's saying she her stomach hurts. Yeah. And she's like, okay, we'll be right there. They never come. So then um, another doctor who's in the ER, um, what's his, Devin. I don't know his last name, but it's Devin. This is the character. Goes in. Shout out to Devin. He's like, I think it's now that you say it. I just keep. It don't sound right. Anyways, um, he was like, the guy was like, oh, like something's not right. And then he goes to the nurse, and she's like, we're really busy. Blah blah blah. Come to find out, like hours later, past nobody comes. She's like shaking. She's so cold. Like she's she's saying she's cold, but she's sweating. She has a temperature. They like check her stomach on the ultrasound. She's been bleeding out for hours so they get her like rush her in to fix it because the guy who's doing the c-section cut like he cut too deep and didn't realize it or something yeah and she died because she was bleeding out for hours and nobody came to check on her yeah so it was six hours that she was just bleeding out not getting like transfusions just bleeding out yeah and she died that's leaving two little kids to a newborn her daughter other daughter i think it was a daughter no I, I don't know i'm pretty sure it's a daughter and her husband alone because the doctor wouldn't check on her didn't check on her or the nurse or they you didn't know, believe her they didn't yeah they didn't check on her and he the doctor pravesh pravesh is his last name oh yeah he was like did you do this because of her color and he was like the doctor who played the OBGYN who did the C-section was like his face was like no I never but like you know it was leaning towards that way yeah or whatever I'm sure it happens a bunch in real life too yeah for sure I mean they even talk about I don't know if it still happens as much we didn't really face too much of it when we were pregnant or I don't think you would say either but they talk about how people like doctors like to look at young couples and think they're overreacting about everything i mean i don't know i think it's not more or less young couples but or more, first yeah, time first time parents. i should say first time yeah first time parents because or even first time pregnancies yeah because i mean you don't know yeah like you have no idea what to expect or what you should think or what to know. I mean, just and recently even, with uh, his 
nursemaid's elbow thing. I've never heard of it. Our family's never heard of it. And bring him to the ER and a disc in his elbow was popped out and it got popped it back into place with his x-rays. Yeah. But reading online, if we didn't bring him in, he would have had to have a cast for yeah. a couple weeks. A two-year-old with a cast, really? And especially our two-year-old with a cast. Cause he's, he's crazy. A, he's a freaking nut job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you just don't know, so... Yeah, I don't know. It's This whole situation so crazy and all the different things that... It's not just... Now that they're making it hard for people to get abortions, it's going to affect so much stuff mm-hmm. and so many people. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to do or if there's any plans for people to try to... I don't know if they can... Can they protest this to be changed? Or if you don't know, I mean... Sometimes I wish I was more educated with politics and stuff, but then I think I, it's not I really... I saw that some companies are actually, like, if one of their employees yeah. want one or need one, they'll pay for them to travel where they can get one. I saw Dick's Sporting Goods was one. I think Starbucks was another one. I don't know. If you look at it, um, no. That's awesome. But, yeah, it was... I'm looking it up right now. It's just that something like that would be, it'd be a big thing for a company. Well, I mean, I feel like companies need to do a lot of stuff right when it comes to pregnancies. Something that they don't do right here in the States that they do at other parts of the world is they actually give people time off for pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't do that here. I mean, how much, I mean, you get what here, like maybe six months your normal jobs do for the... Woman, the woman having the baby. We Not even? We get none. There's zero. Like, Zilch. Like, you don't get paid It for all it. depends on the company, right? Yeah. Wherever you're working for. I mean, previous company we were work, I was working for, I, did, I took time off, but I had to use my vacation time to yeah. get paid. The company I'm with now, it's a global company, so I think that takes into effect because it's all over. Yeah. I get paid six weeks. But also maternity and paternity. So if you work for the company, you get paid six weeks too. Yeah. And but it, it all six weeks doesn't seem like it's that long though. That's just like two months. It's not. I mean, and in other parts of the world, they do like the year, their like their the country pays for it, right? Their governments will give them time off. Yeah, it's like, like, like a the, like, normal thing. Like I think it was like Switzerland or something, Norway. Like you get a year. Like yeah. the first year you get like off. Which is, like, amazing because as, like, a parent or as a mom or as a dad, like, you can miss so much in, like, just an hour Yeah. of them, you not being with your baby. Especially in those first couple of weeks, they change so much. Yeah. I mean, I was off for 12 weeks. And honestly, I kind of wish I could be, I could have taken off more time, but, yeah, you know. But let's I, shout out those companies that are actually going to pay for the the people that do want to get travel, abortions. They're going to pay for the travel costs. Okay. So that would be Microsoft, Apple, Meta, Yelp, Disney, Uber, Netflix, Bumble, Match Group, Box.com, Levi Stratus, Comcast, NBC, Universal, Warner Brothers, Discovery, um, J.P. Morgan Chase. I, I don't know how to pronounce this one. 
Conde Nast, Conde Nast, I believe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Nike, Starbucks, Dick's Sporting Goods, Kroger's, Alaskan Airlines, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs, I apologize, Zillow, are going, according to a CNN business that was updated Saturday, the 25th of June, 2022, at 10:16 a.m. These companies will pay, will cover travel costs for employees who need an abortion. Hey, big companies don't get a lot of things right, or a lot of things right, especially when it comes to pay and taking care of their people. But hey, these big companies here, at least they did this right. I mean, I'm sure they could do a lot more for these people, but at least they're taking it into effect. And I wonder how many of these uh, companies it's going to go across their whole employee basis. You think just any barista at Starbucks is going to be able to get compensated for travel? Or do you think it's going to be in consider a full-time, part-time status and length of time with the company? There's probably going to be some loopholes, but shout out to the places out there trying to take care of their people. Anyway, yeah, this is some, uh, it's a really serious issue. I don't know. I I have no no really uh, words to say about it other than that. Thanks for talking to me about this, babe. Oh, but of course. And, well, I'm going to go make dinner. All right. <laughs> and thank you guys for checking out the podcast. Make sure you show your friends, family, whatnot. Make sure you guys uh, talk about abortion, man. It's a hot topic. It's a hot topic. Anyway, goodbye. I love you.